before <laughs> before the show officially starts. I think it's just a Taylor and Gomer show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's a pre-show where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. It's the easiest pre-show because we're just talking about all the books coming out this week. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just on rails for these episodes, you know. I am so excited for new comics this week. There are some winners, uh, and my shop didn't <laughs> our shop didn't get last week's Marvel, so it's like, ooh, we're gonna get a double dose. Yeah, missed out on some uh, good ones, especially that Captain <laughs> America. It looks like it's so good, it's so good. I'll get it eventually, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'll for sure. Yeah, if those books are coming in. Uh, but yeah, anything else? Anything happened? Twenty four hours? I mean, not really. The richest Although, man in the world bought Twitter. Yeah, that is a uh, uh, that is a, a, a headline. Of, yeah, there you go. That is a headline. That is things people are talking about. Um, I don't care. There are no heroes here. I mean, no Twitter is not a good. Twitter is not a benevolent corporation, and Elon Musk is not a benevolent person either. Yeah. So you know, it's like, hey man, I just bought a uh big shit fire a garbage fire and it's like oh what are you gonna do with that oh i'm I gonna make some money off of it yeah okay, okay i personally don't use twitter so he can make it worse or make it better and it won't affect me personally, we actually are but... streaming on twitter so you do use twitter just oh larry by proxy you i are using twitter i just found out just now that i use twitter <laughs> uh, but uh. You know, something that happened last week that we didn't talk about on the Sunday night show about yeah. uh, the Thor trailer did come out. I mean, there's not much to say. It was just yeah. a teaser, but um, it looked good. There was a bunch of great, you know, moments in there. But yeah, it's yeah. just a teaser. And Probably it the, supposed to. I mean, the only thing worth like sinking your teeth into. It looked funny. It looked good. But the only thing worth sinking your teeth into is probably that uh, recreation of that shot from. Uh, God of Thunder comic, you know, that Asad Rabik drew. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I would have definitely gotten gotten that. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, I just didn't even really, I don't know. It's it's like a movie trailer drops, and it's not a trailer, but it's a movie. And it's like the MCU was out of commission for a while, and now they're back. So it's like they got a trailer coming out every three months, whether it's for the TV shows or for the, or yeah, for the movies. Uh, you know, they're cranking so them out much. for a year now. Yeah. yeah, it's so much, dude. So much. I ain't gonna go see it in the theater anyway. Shit, I don't care. I'll wait. Yeah. It's only three, you know, forty-five day window, but, but yeah, it looks cool, man. You know, I'm excited to. I'm excited that it's out. I get excited about people getting excited about things. You know. Yeah. Uh, it has generated a meme with uh, Star Lord like trying to look past Thor and then yeah, Thor the, putting himself in the way. Yeah. Leaning in. My hair is yeah. almost identical to. It it is not. Let's do the show. <laughs> okay. No, it's really close, dude. It really is. It really isn't. If I went blonde. Mm -hmm. If I went blonde. <laughs> uh -uh. I don't like it. I don't either. Okay, but you said a lot of ridiculous things. But you comparing your like raggedy bush of a haircut. If I had Hollywood, if I had Hollywood doing it. Oh, okay, sure. My hair was completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Another episode of this Geek and Comics Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. It is Gomer and Taylor, the good Taylor and Gomer show, my favorite show of the week. 
when we're doing the previews. We're just going to hop right into it, y'all. Uh, if right. you see something, say something, chat. If you want to get involved in this, let us know what you're reading, what you're excited about. Even if we're not reading it, we can at least talk about it a little bit. Uh, and that brings us to DC Comics, because I'm only reading a handful of DC books right now. Uh, relatively they also kind of blew books. their wad last week with a lot of their comics, too. They so. had some good books out last week. I'm not yeah. reading action, but damn, this Tedesco cover is dope. Man, it's yeah. a throwback classic. He's got some negative space going He's on. He's got like the, the classic bows, got that iconic look going. Yeah, that's that's good yeah. shit. Yeah, I love them briefs. Uh, the finale of Deep Target. I, I I meant to get into this. I meant to at least give it a shot, and I totally forgot about it. I I didn't pick it up. It's such a wacky combination of a guy with no powers at all and a guy with powers everybody always makes fun of. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird combination. But yeah, I haven't read it. It's so. kind of like you know the the nerds at high school kind of you know team up <laughs> yeah. to take down the bullies type of idea. Yeah, I, I have no idea if this is good or not. Um. If I hear good stuff about it, I might check it out and trade, but I don't know. Yeah, and it's seven issues. It's done now, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, yeah. Aquaman uh, has been you know, fairly good. Just sort of a run-of-the-mill, yes, Aquaman book with all of the Aquaman hanging out. Black Man is in there. Jackson's in there. Uh, it's good, you know? Uh, what is I mean, Batman you know, to do with it other than them trying to like get people to buy this because exactly Batman it's just a cameo from batman yeah a uh, danger lurks in the darkness of gotham shadows you know and that's just that's part of this issue no he hasn't been in it yet batman ain't been in it yet so uh yeah white knight uh great book sean murphy you know bringing us back to this his own little corner of the universe uh this is definitely something dc does a whole lot better than marvel um, in terms of making their own thing, just building off of you know something else, they've gotten better, but not like not like I the mean, Elseworlds. DC has yeah. I was, about, I was watching Elseworlds. Like yeah. DC has the more iconic of the alternate universe takes. I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like this uh, old man Bruce, and I'm assuming that's Dick Grayson there with him. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, Captain Dick Grayson. Yeah. Yeah, he was not introduced in the first one, as far as I know. I read that. I did read that. It was good. It was really cool. A lot of great art and design, you know, choices in that. Um, Fear State uh, collected. Uh, Fear State was just okay. It, it was pretty middling as far as yeah. like crossovers go. Yeah. Now talking about a good book with a great Middleton cover here. Oh, Joshua Middleton, draw my life. Uh, but Dark Knights of Steel, number six, Tom Taylor basically doing Game of Thrones meets the DC Universe. Uh, yeah, uh, right down to uh, Clark and his sister apparently being the Lannisters here. They're it's full weird. on. They are the bad guys, it turns out. It's wild, dude. Uh, yeah, it's really, really fun book, dude. Um, and this is what happens when you give somebody like Tom Taylor an alternate universe. He's did it with Deceased. He did it with Injustice. And honestly, we're going to get more Dark Knights of Steel. There is no way we are not. It seems like a rife setting, to be sure. We're halfway yeah. through this, and it's it's good. It's been really good from, well, God, when did it start? Like uh, it's so, Six well, months, at least six months, yeah. five, seven months. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this really has been good. fun. Uh, DC Pride 21 is getting the hardcover treatment. That collects a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, if you missed out on that, Deathstroke Inc. I think this is still Shadow War stuff. Uh, I'm kind of cooling on Shadow War a bit. That first issue was 
I mean, really a home run. And now it's just been a drag like baseball is, you know, if I'm going to stick with that analogy. And I don't know. It's probably going to have bookends because I'm pretty sure it gets an Omega or something issue, you know. Probably, And I think I'm just going to read those two and and try to keep up as best I can. Uh, Detective Comics, as we talked about yesterday, it is getting another creative team. Uh, Lee Bermejo doing the Riddler on this is just, oh, my gosh. Like he's got Batman and like the how and the Houdini shit going on in the back. See that? Yeah, that's really that's fun. Wild, I like this dude. cover a lot. Yeah, and it's camo. He's like wearing camo. Is that how the Riddler is now? Is, is he? I don't is, think it's camo. I think it's supposed to be like the way the shadow is kind of on him. No, but... no, he's that is definitely camo. It's like green camouflage. That's a weird choice if that is it meant is. to be camo. With the purple shirt, you ain't hiding. Uh, anyway, it's really off brand for Riddler <laughs> to be like wearing camo. Yeah, yeah. I think they are introducing a new Riddler, though. Did it happen in this? Are they gonna try to do one closer to what's in like the Batman? Uh, they or? should not. That's gonna be hard to. Adapt. Well, you know, they always like try that sort of stuff, right? To like, yeah, at least he's, do like a he's like, like a an less pers- thing. He's like a less personable, low scale Ozymandias, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Rise and Fall, Hellblazer. Uh, th- this went under a lot of people's radar because Derek Robertson is amazing. But Tom Taylor wrote a really good Hellblazer black label book. And this is it. You should pick this up. It's really good, dude. Just saying. Are you there? Are you? Your audio may have cut out. Uh, Joker number 14. Uh, great book. Uh, hopefully Adam will be on the show next week and he will definitely review this. They are still leaning hard into these punchline covers. And as far as I know, punchline has not come back uh, in any way. I com- you completely forgot. I- uh, you're- yeah, you may you may want to drop out and come back to NT. Because we definitely want to talk about Justice League 75, man. Um, yeah, this is it. This is the book. Uh, of the week, probably. You know, uh, Bendis is off the book. Williamson's now picked it up. He's the darling over there at at DC Comics. And I mean, gosh, this is building into the Dark Crisis, the next big thing, the final issue of the Justice League. I'm definitely picking this up. Uh, it's a big one, seven bucks. They're really asking a lot, but it's building up to their huge event that's upcoming. Uh, their big dark crisis crossover uh they're really pulling out all the stops on the covers too uh we got a michael janey cover doing this great statue set for them that would make a dope statue set like a real life like statue set you know like sideshow or something that'd be so rad um alex malieve doing a cover i love alex malieve so much that's wonderful uh, this is the cover that's actually been going around the Dan Jurgens, I guess, funeral covers, they're calling it. Um, I don't know what to think of this. I think it's pretty damn cool. Actually, I, I really I like big events. A lot of comic book readers do not like like the crossover events and shit like that. And I think it, a lot of it comes from like the complete completionist like, oh, there's so many tie ins. Uh, but another angle of it is, man, nothing ever matters. You know, they'll do these big events, and then it's like they're just back to the status quo as soon as the last issue of the event comes out. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. You know, I don't. Comics haven't changed ever, really, at all. But I like reading the big blockbuster events. I think they're fun. I think it's cool when a bunch of writers get together and do 
all these stories that are really adjacent to each other. And I think that's the magic of a shared universe. And honestly, I think Marvel and DC both kind of dropped the ball a little bit when it comes to their regular books being more cohesive in a shared universe. Uh, and maybe that is a byproduct of too many events, you know, but uh, I was hoping Taylor would pop back on and we could chat about the damn uh, Justice League number 75, but he may be having some issues. We'll come back to it if we have to, because uh, I don't think he's reading anything else uh, from the DC list. But Robin's great. Again, Joshua Williamson. Um, this is going to be a Shadow War part four. The Shadow War has been pretty fun so far, uh, like I mentioned, but we'll see. Uh, Got to get the Crystal Kung cover. Oh, it's brutally cool. It's like right out of the animated series or an animated series anyway, you know, opening credits, just choom, 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 three different characters. Love it. Uh, Rogues, this is the uh, Black Label book that follows Captain Cold doing a heist, you know, like 20 years in the future. Uh, it's really solid intro there. Uh, it is a Black Label book, so it's out of continuity, but it was fantastic. Uh, I really had a good time with it. Um, uh, we do have Swamp Thing. Uh, that's a great book, too. Taylor is not reading that. Uh, Talon, Talon is getting collected. Uh, and that's all she wrote for over here, except for The Trial of the Amazons, which I think you are reading. I've been reading on it, yeah. It's solid. Um, it's, solid. It's, it's been a solid crossover. Um, I don't yeah. usually hang out in Wonder Woman's uh, corner of the DC universe, but this has been an enjoyable read. Yeah. But what we really want to talk about, Death of the Justice League coming in Justice League number 75, the big prelude to their Dark Crisis event. Uh, this is probably the book I'm most looking forward to at, at DC this week. Uh, well, for no other reason, it's uh, someone else writing Justice League for the first time in a while. And it's the final issue. Uh, and then we get a new Justice League from all of the rumors and the, and the covers and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm stoked for the future. I love change. I love potential. And this book is bringing all of it. You know, I want to see the Justice League murdered on panel. That's what I want to see. It's just me. I want to see the Dark Army just ripping them apart. Like Doom and Thanos. Emperor God Doom and You're Thanos. not going to get that. but um, <laughs> You never know. We might get it. Well, we I mean, they do some pretty bonkers stuff in these books sometimes. Like yeah. uh, probably the most uh, graphic thing I've ever seen in a mainline comic book might have been uh, the Sentry tearing Ares in half oh, my in gosh. Siege. Uh, for centuries go-to move to be ripping people in half but it's just that's wild okay it yeah just is. let's bend this for you anyway yeah awesome series of books coming up from dc but definitely the one i'm picking up uh the hardest is justice league 75 now moving on to everybody else these books are dropping wednesday uh just like normal books do uh no offense see blood saying teeth uh christian ward writing this uh he's a lot better known for his art uh patrick reynolds uh, yeah, uh, a misanthrope criminal asshole and vampires live in a world where blood isn't the only thing vamps crave. And for uh, the right price, he'll make you a vampire, too. Uh, so he's sort of like a guy who sells vampirism. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting take. Like, yeah, vampirism. he's like a drug dealer, but for vampirism. I don't know if it's even drug dealer. It feels more like it's a status thing, you know, and perks. Like, I drugs guess. are seen as, like, a bad thing. But if you become a and a vampire, vampirism too is a bad thing. But I think these folks are getting it for the perks that come along. Well, I guess drugs people I take drugs so. I mean, for the perks that come along too. Yeah, so you're paying. You're for not the wrong. Yeah. We're kind of splitting hairs there, but uh, yeah, it, it is an interesting take. It is an interesting take. 
Uh, Ghost Cage, the first issue, that was pretty solid. Gunslinger Spawn, it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without something from McFarland. That's a cool cover. Oh, it's rad. Uh, Or Kirkman, yeah. You're going to get McFarland or Kirkman. Got to keep them lights on. That is a dope. You're right. That is a that's a million selling cover, and still only three bucks. Yeah. Uh, Image is usually better than the big two of uh, you know, keeping their shit relatively affordable. Well, that's a McFarland choice, man. He likes to keep his books pretty cheap. Hmm. Uh, Hellcop number six. Uh, not a not a terrible read. Dave is really enjoying it. Uh, wonderful cover here. I just wanted to show off the work here. I don't know who this is. I don't know who Drew is in the cover artist, but that's a that's that's fun cover, dude. That's like, whoa. Is that like a take on Medusa or something? You know what I mean? Maybe. Are those centipedes instead of snakes, though? Well, some of them are snakes, but there's definitely a centipede or two in there. But I just, I don't know. There's some, I don't know. That's, that was a nice, it's a nice choice. Yeah. Uh, Monsters 39. Uh, Monsters is always a winner. I mean, we talk about rad fucking covers. I mean, Jesus Christ. Sana Takata. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's just beautiful. But Takata is doing that in every page of this series, dude. This is a very underrated series. Um, I mean, it's one Eisner's, but it's still really underrated. Not not a lot of people are yeah. reading it um, who I think should be. Newburn, Chip Zdarsky's sort of hard-boiled crime, uh, really good. Rogue Sun, this is out of the black, what's it called, black, uh, Radiant oh, Black. Uh, yeah, Radiant Black. Yeah, the Radiant Black, black universe. Um, uh, is- Saga this is like oh, uh, one of three books. Right? Yeah, I think now, right? there's two ongoings. Yeah, I think there's two ongoings and a mini series for that. Simon, come to say hi, everybody. And uh, Saga, always a winner. You know, always a favorite. Best-selling book they come out with every month it comes out. Uh, Scumbag number 13, after I think taking a month off, is back. Uh <laughs> It's a wonderful book, Rick Remender and Roland Bashi. Uh, I, th- I think you're breaking up again, Taylor. Might want to step out and step back in again. Uh, anyway, Step by Bloody Step. This is Cy Spurrier's book with uh, no words at all. Uh, everything is done storytelling-wise through the sequential art. And it's been quite good. Uh, sort of a brave approach, you know, to not put any any word balloons or even narration or anything in there. All you get is the title page. Um, but really the story is coming through and it's a pretty solid story. So uh, yeah, that one's a great, that's a great book. Uh, and the classic uh, zombies versus robots. Uh, Dark Horse has a few good books. Not really a lot to talk about. British Paranormal Society. This is in the Magnolia universe. Uh, always a winner there. A bunch of trades, obviously, but also the, uh, we have demons. This is the uh, the Snyder book, Scott Snyder, with Greg Coppolo. Coming off of that, you know, the series everybody always talks about from them, Batman. Uh, and this has been solid. You know, it's been pretty good. It's actually a Comixology original. It came out on Comixology first. So the whole thing is available if you read digital. IDW's got a pretty good, uh, I don't know. G.I. Joe, I mean, they're really, really milking the G.I. Joe and the Transformers for as much as they can before they let it go. It's hard to blame them, uh, but they're really putting together, like, these collections of of things, um, of reprints and shit like that. And that's fine, but I would rather have some new, more new content. Uh, Godzilla Ghidorah Rivals, that's a one-shot. Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, fantastic first issue. Exactly what you want out of this book, just a bunch of big fucking 
fighting and action. Very, very good if you're a fan of either of those franchises. Uh, Lock and Keys getting a hardcover collected. Sonic 49. Uh, that, that was a big seller, actually, you know, coming off of the of the movie. Uh, they had a whole event, and I, I really think that helped out IDW a lot in terms of sales. But their big book, probably the biggest book they'll ever have again, TMNT The Last Ronin finally wraps up. Uh, I'm going to go to view all items in this series just so we can go and look. And we're going to go down here to issue number one, October 28th, 2020. The first issue of this came out. So that just shows you how long this book has been in um, just limbo, really, you know. Uh, it's solid every time it comes out. It's the best thing I've read that week. I don't know if that's going to stand up this week because it is the big finale. and It's really easy to drop the ball, but it's going to be solid. You know, it's still going to be a really good uh, TMNT story. Uh, and The Last Ronin has been, damn, just really, really fun. Uh, did you see that, Taylor? Oh, shit, finally. Okay. Finally, Last Ronin. I went to view all. Uh, in this, uh, the first issue came out October 28th, 2020. Man. I know. It's, like, it's a uh, good thing this series is so good because, yeah, this is probably the biggest gap from a first issue. Not even to like a tw 11th or 12th issue. A right. fifth issue. Right. You know? Uh, 20 years from now, when people are buying this in the hardcover, like eighth yeah, printing yeah. of the hardcover, no one's going to remember that. Watchmen I was mean, late yeah. too. And everyone, you know, Watchmen is one of the best books ever. It was late, too. It was Delayed late. is better than bad. That's a good yeah. thing to always remember. It's like, you know, a rushed comic is bad forever. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Transformers number 42. Uh, it, it, we're keep on trucking. We're, but we're also getting Transformers Wars End number three of four. Uh, it's just a couple more months. We're in April, I think June, that shit is ending. And then in July, we're going to get a whole bunch of different things from both the G.I. Joe and Transformers line. I, for one, cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, all right, moving on to the House of Ideas. Uh, here it is. The big book from them this week has got to be ASM number one. It is John Romita Jr. Sorry. Yeah. But it's also Zeb Wells. Zeb Wells is Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, for the past five years, they've had Nick Spencer and then a committee of writers that includes that included Zeb Wells. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have a single direction for honestly, I'm going to say it still the marquee single character book at Marvel Comics. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it competes Spider with Batman every month. Yeah. Spider Man is and probably always will be their biggest character. Yeah. And it's by default one of their flagship titles then. So, yeah, I think it's yeah. a good idea, like you're saying, to just have like a singular vision guiding it. And Zeb Wells is a good singular vision. Do I wish someone else was drawing it? Yeah, probably. But I don't like vehemently hate J.R. Jr.'s art so much that I'm going to pass on this, you know? For sure. Uh, show off just they have like eight covers. The Momoko cover is going to be highly sought after. That is a great looking cover. No, for good reason, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of Umberto Ramos cover. Uh, only reason I want to point this one out is because Umberto Ramos is my favorite Spider-Man artist of all time. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, even I on this him. cover, right? Like, you love to see like the the movement, the energy he brings, and that's something yes. that's great for Spider-Man to have, you know. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then uh, the obligatory Scotty Young cover. It's fine. I mean, it is. He just, 
he wakes up, goes and takes a dump, and does his sketch and is done for the day. I mean, his stuff is very consistent, you know? Like, it's exactly. cute. It's adorable. He has a great exactly. style, and at this point, either if you don't like him, he's not going to change your mind anytime soon, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Uh, Hulk or in design, I actually got an issue of this be- already, which was odd because these last week's books didn't come to my shop, but I did get a copy of this. So, uh, whatever, uh, I'll read that. Uh, Knights of X number one, uh, one of the ones we've been looking forward to. Yeah. Tim it's Howard, a, Bob Quinn. The new Excalibur here, basically. Yep. They're basically policing Otherworld. You know, they are going to be the X-Men of Otherworld. Uh, that includes all of the states of Otherworld and, and everything, which there are Iraqi, you know, associations there. There's so much potential with this book is what I'm trying to get. At. Yeah. So much going on. Um, remember, what's her name? And they even mentioned her. Uh, who was it? The the plant Iraqi who's still captured over there. Yeah. Uh, Red Root, I think her name yeah, is. Yeah, Red Root, the, uh, the, the forest. Uh, and and like the Iraqis are so badass, they're like, well, if she can't escape, she doesn't deserve to be free. And it's like, whoa, okay, <laughs> you're nuts. Uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Really excited. Lots of variants for that, as always, with the uh, the number ones, including the obligatory Scotty Young cover. Uh, not much else. We get the wrap of this Miss Marvel miniseries. It's been fine. Um, it's been fine. Yeah, fine's a good word for it. Yep. Uh, Punisher number two, really like the debut here with Jason Aaron. Uh, a lot of people still struggling with all the changes here, but it works for me. They it was it a enough- cool opening salvo that they gave yeah. us last month. Yeah. Uh, Paul, as, as a Zeta, doing the art here is just great. God, I'm sorry. My, my cat just let one rip, and it is not great. Lovely. Super, or Sabretooth, <coughs> number three. I've been enjoying this. It's basically sort of a Dante's Inferno thing with Sabretooth. That's Victor Lavalli's, you know, bread and butter. Uh, and it's been fine. You know, it's been fine. <laughs> That's really, again. Uh, Silk number four continues to be a Spider-Man book. Uh, Silver Surfer Rebirth continues to be really retro, although we do get this really fun throwback cover from Pascal Ferry. I love that. It's just so simple, and the yeah. lines are great. It's perfect. It's like a Vitruvian man from uh, Da Vinci. You know what I mean? It's just got this yeah, simplicity. I mean, it's one of his more iconic too. poses. It's I love the silver on white. That's a good cover. Yeah. Uh, and a Spider-Man Silver Surfer cover where Spider-Man is playing Silver Surfer. Not a fan. Bunch of Star Wars stuff. As always, I'm so far behind on my Star Wars because they just are throwing so much. It's gotten uh, the point now where if you're out of the turn, you are never getting back in. Yeah, you're never going to get back in. Uh, Thor 24 is a big 750 issue, uh, which is weird to me. It seems like really good timing because they're going to be able to charge you more for this. And then 25 as well, uh, which is a tie into the Banner of War crossover with Hulk that they're having. So... I guess they're they're double dipping, you know. They're trying to have both of, of the hallmark issues, which I, you know, it's yeah. it's a business. I get it. And I'm going to read it. It's got a JMS story in it. It's got a Walter Simonson story. Yeah, I haven't been reading. Al uh, Ewing's have, coming back to Loki in this. I haven't been reading this for a while, but this is too hard to pass up. You know, you got yeah. all these great Thor writers. Yeah, and they're doing a relevatory. Rele- 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 Odin story, 
by Jason Aaron and, and Das Pastoris. I mean, um, man. Plus, this might set up the Banner of War, which is the big Hulk event. I don't know. I'm going to read that Hulk event. It looks so stupid. I can't wait. In a good cool way. Covers. Yeah, in a good way. A bunch of cool covers. But again, I'm going to point out the Maleev cover because that is a hot-ass cover. Yeah. God, it's beautiful. Love that. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all of our books from – Oh, I mean, we should mention the Thor Omnibus. That's a, and that's a pretty good buy, especially with all the uh, the Thor, you know, commercial, the teaser that we talked about. Um, if you don't have that, it's a good pickup, dude. Yeah. All of these Thor, you know, books. Uh, Barbarella, uh, always good art in there uh, by uh, Madabek uh, Musabekov. Just freaking great art in there. I always mention it because I, I just can't get over how good he is. He, he's going to have a job at Marvel in D.C. soon. Honestly, you heard it here first, and I keep saying it over and over again. Uh, but that's about it. Boom's got some good stuff. They got the all-new Firefly. It's a fine book. Uh, their darling, though, this year has been Berserker number eight, or Berserker and uh, issue number eight. Is coming yeah, out. cashing in on that uh, Keanu Reeves hype. Yeah. Uh, and this book has been solid. It's your basic immortal man story. You know, forced to go to war, you know, all down in the dumps all the time because he's so jaded from life. And I get it. I... I I'm not immortal and I feel that all the time, you know, but Power Rangers. And I think that's why it's a compelling story, how they can always tell that. But yeah, yeah Power Rangers, something is killing the children. Always good books over at Boom. Uh, and then everything else, which there is not much of this week. Uh, Biden's Titans. Come on, guys. Let's try harder. Let's try harder. Um, Bylines in Blood. That's been pretty solid over at Aftershock. I think it's Aftershock. Yeah, over at Aftershock. Um, that's really it, though. You know, I always like it when Dave is here for this. Uh, the Fourth Man does wrap on issue number four. This is AWA's book by uh, Jeff McCombsy and Mike Diodata. Mike Diodata doing his photo referential art with, like, famous Hollywood stars. So this plays yeah, out. Yeah, about to like, ask if it was that book. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's all. It's about four different murders in four different issues, and they're all linked together. And you're following the criminals and the cops sort of out of order. As they as they do their shit. And it's been really good. It's been really fun, dude. I've had a great time with that. So uh, at least we're going to mention one real smaller press book. Uh, Harbinger, you know, killing it over at uh, uh, Valiant. Valiant's coming up, dude. They're going to have a lot of good books later on this year. At this summer, they're going to be the publisher we're talking about. Uh, here's a book we'll talk about, Naughty List. Uh, over at Aftershock, it's uh, Nick Santora and Lee Ferguson. Francesco Francavilla is doing a cover, and that's a great cover. But um, Nick Santora, he did he worked on The Sopranos, Law and Order, The Fugitive, Prison Break. This is a a sort of it's sort of Punisher meets Santa Claus. Punisher meets Santa Claus. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> Don't call me Chris King. No, they call me Papa No. My real name is. Nicholas Sinterklaas, and this is the story of what happens when you steal my naughty list. Uh, I had a family once, a wife who loved me, a child. That's all gone now. And I don't know. I guess because there is a naughty list. So, you know, maybe he's the Santa who's like, nah, fuck the good list. I just handled the naughty list. I'm anxious to read it. I think it's going to be at least, you know, fun. It's I gotta an interesting know what's going on. I got to know what's going on. Uh, past last mountain critically acclaimed. Oh, this is Paul Aller doing a book on a really small press called uh, Gex. 
Hmm. Um, that's pretty fun. But yeah, there's not much else for the for the really small press. Um, but really a good week overall um, yeah. of books. Uh, of course, Justice League. Was it twenty seventy five somewhere twenty five? Yeah, we got a real confluence of a divisible by five issues between Thor seven fifty and Justice League seventy five, and uh, yeah. well, not divisible by five, but Spider Man number one. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of key books that are yeah that are actually regular books that we've been buying, you know, anyway. But now they're charging eight dollars for Thor, six dollars for Spider Man, and six dollars for Justice League. I mean, that's always the thing, though, is. That Thor book is bringing in a lot of like the all-time great Thor writers. For sure, for sure. And that's cool, but <laughs> nine bucks is hard to swallow, though. All the it same. really is, dude. It really is. Um, Knights of X too. It's a debut, and it's a little bit extra big, and they're charging five dollars for that. Punisher number two is five dollars. That that's hard to justify. If it is, man. Issue. But I'm still gonna fucking buy it because I want those books. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good first issue. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Bloodstained Teeth, uh, number one over at um, Image. Also Saga, of course. Scumbag is always a winner. Uh, a couple of Joe books. Oh, you weren't here. Godzilla, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number Oh, okay, cool. Well. Yeah, looking forward okay. to that. Uh, just because it's been so long, my number one book has to be uh, Last Ronin. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that totally slipped my mind. Uh, I actually have already read it. That's what I said in my mind. It's pretty good. Oh, I'm looking it's forward to good. reading it myself. But yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of big names coming out this week between yeah, Spider Man little... and Justice League and Berserker. Oof. I mean, that's the biggest Berserker. Yeah, book. Berserker is yeah, that's paying their bills right now for yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's a huge week, huge week. Uh, we're gonna talk about all that shit on Sunday. So thanks everybody for hanging out. Please come back and check us out. We got a whole bunch of other stuff that we do. Uh, including the comic book bullies. They stream right here on this channel. Uh, if you want to hear more from them, you should go to outrightgeekery.com. We got a bunch of links there that uh, go to all kinds of different shit we got going on. Merch, Patreon, uh, and the aforementioned bullies, all their different pages. So, uh, yeah, keep coming back. We'll also do our show on Sunday for news and reviews and all that good shit. Uh, so, yeah, thanks again for hanging out, everybody. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this one. Glad to do it. We are going to do it again next time. Geek Time. Save Geek Channel. Nice. Man, it's a huge week. I wish Adam would have been here. He was reading the Joker. He's reading a lot more DC. Yeah, I mean. It's a big DC. It is, yeah. It's like Aquaman and all that.